0: Welcome to Statements of the Thing. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. This week, I'm going to kind of change what I was going to do. I was going to talk about something different, but, you know, in light of the anniversary of the 20th anniversary of 9-11, the um, attack on the United States of America that happened on September 11th, 2001. I thought that I might spend this time talking about that day, what happened, and, you know, kind of where I was and things like that. I don't know. I don't know really what direction this is going to take so let's just let's just go and and see what happens. 20 years ago. That's a long time. 20 years ago I was living in New York City in the Bronx to be exact. The Bronx, the Boogie Down Bronx. Yeah. Anyway, at the time of September 11th, 2001, I was still at St. John's University, and I was um, studying to become a speech-language pathologist. So I was, that particular day, I also worked um, part-time at Best Buy, but not on Tuesdays. So it's September 11th, 2001 was a Tuesday, and I didn't have class until that afternoon, I believe. If I remember correctly, so I had class that afternoon. Um, So I was home. I was actually sleeping that morning. My mom worked for the Department of Health downtown in a building very close to the World Trade Center, blocks away, walking distance. Her building was very close to uh, City Hall, actually. So she was right down there in that area. But September 11th happened to be election day that morning. And she always would go to vote before she would go to work. And also it happened to be her birthday that day. And so she always took off on her birthday as well. So she wasn't actually downtown, um, which is probably turned out to be a, a good thing for her not to be caught up in all that craziness. So anyway, I remember that she woke me up that morning and um, the news was on and she was telling me that, you know, a plane had flown into the World Trade Center. Now, the World Trade Center consisted of a series of seven buildings. A lot of people didn't know that, but there were seven total buildings. But when you refer to the World Trade Center, most people are thinking of the two towers, the North Tower and the South Tower. They were the tallest buildings in New York City. And at one point, the tallest uh, had held the record for the tallest in the world, I think. But so they, you know, they're iconic. Everybody knows what they look like. And um, a plane had flown into one. So at the time, I'm thinking, you know, it must have been, you know, you're thinking of a smaller plane, you know, a biplane or something like that. They are big buildings, and if a, a small plane had mechanical difficulties, and it's totally possible that a plane could fly into one of them. But I didn't know that it was a jetliner, commercial plane, until watching the news for a few moments. And, and it looked pretty bad, I think, anyone who remembers Seeing the images on TV would agree with that. And as we're watching, the second plane hit. And that was, I don't know, you knew right away. I don't know that I, my thought was, it's a terrorist attack. But my thought was, that was on purpose. One plane in one tower is an accident. Two planes, you're doing that on purpose. it was devastating. It was it was horrible, horrifying to see that things in your city are being attacked. You know, there's a terrorist attack going on. And what made it so surreal was that if I looked out my window in the Bronx, life was going on as normal. So all this chaos was happening in downtown Manhattan. But Outside, you know, cars are still driving. People are still walking down the street. You know, the stores were were opening that morning. You know, it looked like life is normal at that moment from where I was. Yet downtown, all hell was breaking loose. So it was really kind of surreal in that way. And I remember from our apartment window, because it was on the top floor, you could actually see in the distance, miles and miles away, but you could see the Twin Towers. You had a good view of the Twin Towers and the Empire State Building and just a little bit of George Washington Bridge. So we could see that in the, deep, in the far distance. And, and now what you saw was smoke coming from the buildings. And it was just, it was just really terrible. It was really terrible. We felt horrible for the people in the buildings. There started to be on the news. People who were stuck in the buildings were calling into the news. You know how, you know, when there's a story or there's something going on, people who are trapped or whatever will call into the news stations and kind of give you play by play. At this particular point in time, everybody didn't have cell phones. They weren't walking around, you know, recording everything and So we didn't have social media like it is now and cell phones like they are now and no smartphones. So the only reports you were getting were from the news and they were calling in and it was really, it was terrible. I don't really want to go into too much detail about that because there was such an enormous amount of loss of life. It was just horrible. And I remember looking at the towers when the first one started to fall, I remember looking because they had a camera focused on it and and I'm saying in my my head, that looks like it's like falling off, like it's crumbling. And it did. I, I nobody really thought that the twin towers would collapse. Like I remember th- wondering what was going to happen because those fires were burning out of control. I thought maybe the top of the building might fall off or collapse, but nobody imagined that the building would just completely fall apart, let alone two. I mean, after the first one fell, I think we all were concerned that the second one was going to fall as well at that point. But, you know, there were still so many people downtown around the buildings. News reports were happening at the base of the building. Everybody was down there looking at it because nobody expected that to happen and when it did it you're just you're just shocked you can't believe what you're seeing and you know oh my gosh you know, cuz we knew how many millions of, how, i'm sorry how many thousands of people worked in those buildings so it it was just it was just devastating in one of my i, I wouldn't say so, it wasn't a side hustle but in one of my previous jobs i was a bank teller for a bank called chemical bank And at the time, I trained in the World Trade Center. They had offices on the 44th floor or the 45th floor, somewhere around there. And that was where their training center was. And I trained in there for like three weeks. And this was in November of 1992. Three months later was the first bombing of the World Trade Center. That was in, um, I think, January or February of uh, 93. when they set off a bomb in the basement, three months later, I would have been in that building. So that's scary to know that I was there. And, you know, I don't think most people, if if you've never been there, I don't think you realize how big those buildings were. When you would go to there, to the World Trade Center, and you'd stand in that plaza and look up, I it used to give me, like, vertigo. Like, it was, they were huge. If you were downtown around City Hall or anywhere, everywhere you walked, you could see them. They were just huge. So I don't think seeing it on TV really gives you the the best perspective of that. To realize just how big those buildings were and just it totally devastated the whole area when it fell apart. It's just you, you can't imagine. I mean, I think it was lucky that the buildings weren't at full capacity, as far as um, working, because it was election day. So a lot of people who normally would have been in those buildings weren't yet there. Maybe that's the only fortuitous thing. But I mean, my heart aches for all the people that we lost there. And also, the Pentagon and Shanksville. I remember, as each event was happening, you're just sitting there thinking, this is crazy. When is this going to end? How many more things? You know, because then it was like the Pentagon's on fire. What? What do you mean the Pentagon's on fire? What? And then there's a plane down in Pennsylvania. What? What do you mean? And then they started closing everything. You know, the planes were being grounded. In New York City, all of the trains all, all, all of the tunnels and bridges were closed. They shut down the island of Manhattan. New York City is five boroughs and Manhattan is the, is the, like the heart of it or the main borough. And that's where everything was happening and uh, where the Trade Center was. And so they shut down all the tunnels and trains. All the tunnels, trains, and bridges in and out of Manhattan. I think there was a, there's a recent movie called 21 Bridges with the late Chadwick Boseman and they closed down Manhattan in that movie. Yes, yeah, so I think there's a total of 21 bridges. I mean, there are the big bridges that people know about, like, you know, the George Washington Bridge or the, the, um, the Veranzano doesn't go into, or the Queensboro. you know, so people know the big ones, but there's a lot of little bridges too that connect the other boroughs to Manhattan, and also connect Jersey to Manhattan. But everything was shut down. If I had been at school at St. John's, I didn't have a car at the time, which is not unusual for living in New York. If I had been at St. John's at school, I probably would have ended up walking across the bridge. There were a lot of of TV reports where they showed people walking over the Brooklyn Bridge, for example. The Brooklyn Bridge is another major bridge that connects to Manhattan from Brooklyn. And and you see hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of people walking across the bridges because everything shut down. And that was the only way to get out by walking. I would have been stuck up in New York near the um, Throgs Neck Bridge. Or yeah, Throgs Neck, I think was closest to St. John's. And I would have had to walk across that bridge because everything was shut down. I think even that bridge was shut down. I'm not 100% sure but I think they all were. And it would have been it would have been scary. So I mean for that I'm glad I was home. But it was just it was just really an eerie and devastating and sad time. I remember you know for days there was nothing on TV but coverage of 911, you know, coverage of the rescue effort and 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 how heartbreaking it was to see all the doctors and nurses standing outside all of our hospitals waiting for patients that weren't ever going to come. I mean, heartbreaking. I I can't even tell you. But I remember it was just so weird when they when they shut down the skies to not hear an airplane in the air. The only things you saw were the military jets every now and then, but you heard not one airplane, not saw one airplane. Nothing was on TV. It was a time that we never expected and wish never had happened. I will say that I just, you know, it it makes you think, you know, how, how can people be so cruel? How can people Hate someone else so much that they would engage in these kinds of terror acts, like terror attacks. I don't understand it, and I and I never will because I, I you know, we're all human beings. We're all human beings at the end of the day. Well, how could how could you treat if other human beings so horribly? So I don't know. It was just terrible. Uh, a lot has changed since then, I guess. The other reflection I remember thinking about. The other thing I was thinking about was years after I met people like from Philadelphia, right? And I remember talking to my friend and we were talking about nine eleven, and and I was hearing about how it affected her. And in Philadelphia, they, you know, shut down the schools and sent everybody home and people were worried. And at first I used to say, well, why? You guys aren't close to New York. Like Philadelphia is like, like two hours away. I was. I, I didn't understand at the time that, first of all, a plane did go down in Shanksville and nobody knew where that plane was headed. And I didn't remember that Philadelphia could be a place that they would target because it has, you know, the Liberty Bell and the Constitution Center and all of that. And of course they would be upset. and And, you know, they might have people who live there. And and just, and even if you didn't, even if you lived in a a state where you probably, nobody would think would happen, you're still an American, right? And this is happening on your soil. This is happening in America. Someone is attacking us. Someone is trying to destroy our way of life. That's scary. That's angry, frustrating, and makes you angry as hell, Wants, makes you want to get retribution, you know? Um, but it also makes you proud to be an American, right? Because we banded together. Everywhere you looked, there was a flag. Everybody was proud to be American and, and proud to stand up for what, what we believe in. And I think that that was a positive that came out of here, that sense of, of unity And we're in this together, but we'll, we'll make it out. I think that's a good takeaway that if we come together that first of all, we do come together in tragedy. And then if we do come together, you know, we'll do great things and and we'll survive and we'll get through it. And we are stronger for it. And that does make you feel proud to be an American I hope that in my lifetime, I never have to live through something like this again. Unfortunately, it seems like every generation seems to have something. If you go back, you know, we know what happened in in World War II when they bombed Pearl Harbor. And I think that was a similar situation to this. I hope that the kids who weren't born 20 years ago will never have to feel what we felt and never have to experience what we experienced. I always want to hope that one day we're in a peaceful world. Realistically, that's probably not ever going to happen. But that's what I hope for. I don't know. So that's just a few thoughts and reflections on what my experience was on the day of this horrible tragedy and terror attack. And, um, I feel really sad. You know, today is definitely a solemn day, and it breaks my heart to hear the names read and to have to experience or re-experience what happened that day. But like I said, what I take away from it is that we are stronger. We have come together. We can rely on each other. And as a nation, you know, we, we have Pride in ourselves and our people and we will continue on anyway if you feel like sharing definitely share your thoughts your experiences on 9-11 where were you what happened you know how did you feel uh, when everything was going on all right thanks for listening and um make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content and i will talk to you next